0: Now entering Nerdist.com.
1: Hello, friend. Welcome to the show. It's Sandra Doherty, and I am excited for you to be here. This week is a—how do I say this? I tried something new and almost hurt myself doing it. Um, I was on a bus with a ton of sex educators and uh, various people in the sex ed field, and I wanted to interview them so I busted out my microphones and I ran around the bus and we were going at a good 50-60 miles per hour and you know I have never podcasted while um, slightly being afraid that I would hurt myself um, but it was really worth it, it was fun uh, the audio definitely sounds different than usual since we are moving at a high speed um, but it's Pretty exciting. I love crowdsourcing, that sort of thing. I think I did it once before with uh, the Late Blooming episode, actually. So I'm glad to give that to you. I wanted to tell you about something I'm going through right now. Um, This episode is uh, rather late. Um, Usually I release, you know, midweek and it's it's saturday right now when i am recording this and it's um the burn tonight burning man uh, out in nevada black rock city um yeah they're doing their big celebration this evening it's almost like hippie christmas a little bit anyway i'm here uh doing a lot of work and i something really big has changed in my life and um i wasn't being honest with myself as to how intensely i was feeling the change um and i I put in my notice um, this week at the Pleasure Chest. Um, for those of you who don't know, I mean, I have been uh, to some degree involved working at the Pleasure Chest for the last five and a half years or so. And I've grown a lot. Um, the last couple of years, I've only been there once a week. And as a demand for my, uh, my work in, in various ways workshops, and speaking, and media, and like all these different things. It was something nice that I could go to once a week where there was structure and I could go and I could see friends and and, and interact with the public. And it was a nice weekly uh, kind of, it was chill, like it was good. But at some point um, I needed, to do, I realized I needed to move on from it because it was keeping me from traveling and, and focusing. And it was also a little bit of a comfort blanket. So... I finally ripped the comfort blanket uh, away from myself because I really I want to create things that are more accessible to people because if you're listening in Kansas I might not fly to Kansas anytime soon so how can you uh, find out because on this show I I I mean I don't know if you listen I tend to interview other people um, and I don't so much teach I teach a little bit but there's just so many different ways that I express what I do. Ah, oh, so I am freeing up my energy so I can do some of that. Basically, um I have been freaking out for the last couple of days, like truly. I mean probably a couple of weeks, but um, now that my notice is actually in, I I don't know, have you ever quit a job to do something you're passionate about? I mean, I I have never studied business before ever. Um I don't know if you have issues with money or feeling worthy, um, but entrepreneurship, where you know I'm my own boss and I create the things that I want to create, like a book, like um, you know a TV show and a, a workshop you can download. Um, podcasting has been wonderful to to dip to my toe into it. Anyway, I I'm freaking out a little bit because I'm I'm outside my comfort zone, and as much as I encourage people to trust ourselves when we lean outside of our comfort zone um this is this is definitely oh i'm just a scared little bunny right now so hi happy weekend um labor day weekend what's up i hope you're having s'mores today or something delicious so i have a few uh, neat things that i'm excited about and i don't know if you're excited i uh, it's It's scary for me, but it's also like, okay, this is how the world works. And I'm trying to embrace how the world works. So um, I just posted, I now have, there is a sex nerd Sandra page on Yelp. You can believe that. Uh, It's in the Los Angeles area, but it's um, funny because I live in Los Angeles and I am amazed that it took me this long to realize that maybe I should let people know that I exist as a service to them in the area that I live like why I don't know I guess I just I like to hide under my desk a lot and be like don't look over here but truly I anyway I'm on Yelp it's pretty exciting um and hopefully people who are planning bachelorette parties and dirty 30 parties and like couples groups and and consulting and I'm just really glad and local colleges and universities anyway I want to share my brains so I'm on Yelp it's pretty cool I don't know I, I feel so official it's like, Wow, And I'm working on the SexNerdSondra.com website Um, It's going to change a lot in the next few months Um, One thing I'm going to be doing is collecting emails Because in case you are maybe not on Twitter, not on Facebook That's really rude of me to not have any way that you and I can um, I can let you know if I'm coming to your neighborhood Too many people found out after the fact that I was in their neighborhood And so, anyway, that's what's happening Um, Giving you a heads up Oh, announcement. Uh, New York City Sex Nerds. There's a meetup. There's actually a meetup group called New York City Sex Nerds. Um, September 3rd. That's their. It's every first Wednesday of the month. They are having a new location, Solus Bar in East Village. I highly recommend this. It starts at 8 p.m. Their topic this month is flirting. So if you hear this, head out there because that's a really important topic. And let me know what you guys talk about because I always want to practice competent flirting why not it's fun okay um also i'm going to be in san francisco september september 15th and 16th i will be at good vibes teaching boning 101 and playful kink both really fun uh classes that i love to teach um get your tickets at good okay what else what else what else so this week's up hey enjoy it I had a great time uh, trying this out it was so silly um it's a shorter episode and there's gonna be a lot of people you're about to hear uh all their twitter handles if you wanna check anyone out is on the episode posting at nerdist.com and it will be in order of appearance so yeah um and thank you for all your comments and telling people and blogging about the show and commenting on iTunes and just sharing my work and uh about all these things that we really like, I appreciate that. Together, we are making a better world and better sex for everybody, but mainly ourselves, right? Uh, okay, uh, it sounds weird. It feels weird to whisper um, in your ear. All right, I feel I'm. I'm really I'm really happy. I can tell you when I'm kind of freaking out. You know, I used to on this show especially kind of hide the high level of neuroses that I have, but. I realize that it just stresses me out more and more when I hide from you who I am. So guess what? You get to find out when I'm freaking out. Yay, friends. (laughs) Okay, enjoy the show. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you. All right, go team fun. Welcome to the Sex Nerd Sandra Podcast. Whoa, what are these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. Hey, sex geeks! Hi, hi, hi. sex oh, that was exciting. <laughs> um, so, I am on a uh, bus filled with sex geeks. We were just at sex geek summer camp, uh, and I learned a lot of things about business, etc., but I figure while we're on the way to the airport, we should talk about stuff. And when I say stuff, you know what that means, right, kids? Okay. I'm also playing with my microphone, because if I don't, it's going to sound terrible. Yay! Um, God, I need to turn this way down, because I am going to be yelling. So... I'm going to be, we're going to be passing the mic around, as I said. So anyway, so I'm going to ask my first question because I have three questions. And we're just going to kind of share. And if there's a lot of dead air, I will edit that out. So don't freak out too hard if it's going to be, oh, awkward passing. I don't care because I can just take that out. Okay? Okay. So first question, what nugget of wisdom, what little thesis do you have to give to someone who's struggling with finding love? Finding a relationship with someone. What do you have to say to them? Who's got a thought?
2: Do you have a thought, Co? Mm-hmm. We'll start with you. That you have the right to create the relationship that befits you best. Okay. My name is Co Creation and that's koe Excellent
1: marketing, you spelled it too. Who else?
2: Hi, my name is Kenneth Play i think finding love compatibility is the number one ish um number one thing that you need to focus on if you're not compatible in the beginning it's not going to work but if you want to have a short term relationship with someone you're not compatible with it's awesome
1: kenneth that's the next question all <laughs> well, sort of where can people find you or did you already say it
2: at kennethplay.com okay cool
1: i can't barely
3: hear anything okay who's next Hey, this is Chrissy, deconstructionships.com. Um and if you're struggling to meet people, my suggestion is figure out where your like-minded people hang out and then be like kind of aggressively yourself, and whoever still thinks you're awesome at the end of that and hasn't run away screaming is probably a winner.
1: Find out where like minded people hang out and then be aggressively yourself. I like that. That's great.
4: (laughs) Are we steady? Hi, my name is Alex from alexsmorgan.com Don't be afraid to filter That means both filtering people in
1: and out Filtering people in and out Yeah Two-way street Don't be a clutter bug I like that I kind of hold on to things a little bit too much Excellent Who else has a thought? Oh, I've got a hand over here
5: Hi, Erin Tillman, Dating Advice Girl. Find me on Twitter at datingadvicegrl. Um, mine is
3: basically don't have don't set your expectations too high when searching for love because it will attract it will come to you as long as you're open
5: to things that maybe you didn't expect. So the idea of prince charming or princess charming, maybe get rid of that or loosen that a little bit. And you'll see lots of options
6: up here before you.
5: Oh, and my website is thedatingadvicegirl.com.
1: Yeah, that voice may be familiar because she's been on the show before. Ah, uh, hey, Erin. Um, hey, Sandra. <laughs> um, that was great. Lower your expectations a little bit. But that's so you can be open to things that you didn't expect. Get rid of that Prince Charming situation in your
7: brain. Hi. Hello, hello. This is going to sound a little cheesy, but love yourself first. You know, take yourself out on a date. Spend an evening masturbating. Be a fun person to be with, because it really matters. This is Celia Waddell from LadyWildfire.com.
1: Fantastic. Love yourself first, everyone. You know that. Well, I have the next one. Oh, okay. So I'll go toward the front of the bus.
4: Are you ready for the yeah. next question? No, oh, Dan. Does anybody else want to share on that
1: particular question? The first question about finding relationships. Okay, I'll, go, I'll come back. I need to go here. This is this is the most dangerous podcast I've ever done. This is hi hi. Oh, did you all hear the question that I shouted out? Um. What nugget of wisdom, like 30-second or a 60-second chunk, to give to someone who is searching for love or frustrated with searching for love? A relationship.
6: Yes. Okay. Hi, my name is Lolita Wolf, leatheryenta.com. And my nugget of wisdom is that you should always be yourself. And don't underestimate yourself and don't underestimate the people around
1: you. Okay. How can you be yourself, though? That's the thing. I don't know how to be myself. I'm just myself. And sometimes I'm weird in myself, and sometimes I'm great in myself, and sometimes I'm sad in myself.
6: Listen to you. You're totally being yourself. <sighs> <That's so true. laughs> Nobody's
1: like that. It's really. Hard. I don't know. I always struggle with that one because I'm like, man, which one? Um,
0: thank you very much. Sure. sure.
6: Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Cat and I want to speak. <laughs>
0: Okay, uh, my name is Avid Awake and you can find me at avidawake.com It's avid as in like an, being an avid reader and uh, relationship advice or like finding somebody to love um, make sure that you reflect seriously on how you treat yourself because that is not just like a being situation that's totally a relationship so if you're like being down on yourself for not finding someone you're gonna have a really hard time finding someone because you're also busy being down on yourself so but when you're really like super loving yourself and you're like i'm great i'm gonna go to the movies i'm gonna do something nice for myself i'm gonna make something and i'm gonna enjoy it making it i'm gonna enjoy showing it off that's when you're most attractive
1: love yourself and be good to yourself
0: fuck yeah yeah because that's sexy yeah that's sexy that's attractive it means you know how to love yourself and then people are like hey maybe they're gonna love me yeah
1: yeah definitely awesome thank you
6: hi hi way to go avid yeah because i was one of my numbers as well my name is sabrina i'm from quebec Canada, and the golden nuggets that I would share is that self-love in e, indeed is the priority. Mm-hmm. One cannot love another if they do not love themselves fully first. The cup must be full and must overflow in order to fill another mm-hmm. cup, is how I see it. Oh, metaphors. I like Absolutely. those. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And secondly, one must learn about themselves, and in order to do so, they must discover, experience all kinds of sorts of different things mm-hmm. to know yourself in order to know what is it that you want and what is it that you like in others and that is the second point. point third point would be communication how to communicate clearly that which we truly profoundly desire and that is the third golden nugget that i would share here today on the bus
1: thank you thank Did you, you- did you introduce yourself?
6: Yes, I did okay, introduce good. myself. Sabrina okay. from Quebec, Canada. Yes. You can find me at Sabrina Stesko, S T E C Z K O dot com. Thank you. Thank you, Sandra.
1: Oh, man, this is good. So, love. Oh, hello. Love yourself, have a lot of experiences, and communicate. All right? I'm just yelling at you because I can't yell at somebody else. All right. All right. Any... <laughs> Someone just said that I sound like their mother. Anybody else? Anybody? Oh, no? Yeah.
5: Yes. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Hi. My name is Leah Valian. I'm a sex therapist from Kitchener, Ontario. Wow. So we have a few Canadians here. And uh, I'm just going to be a little repetitious, but just as a way of underlining how important it is to fall totally deeply in love with yourself first. And the rest of the world and all of the passions and things that you bring to life that make you smile and be delighted. Mm-hmm. And love and falling in love with someone will come from a really strong, beautiful place if you do that. Otherwise, it's going to come from a thirsty, hungry place. And that's who you're going to attract, unfortunately. And it's not going to make you very happy in the long run. Thank you. Thank, Thank you.
1: You're going to come from a thirsty, hungry place. So you got to fill your cup up. So you're not thirsty? Was oh, so he mixing metaphors? Uh-oh. That the cup is full, and then you drink it. Not really. But you kind of. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Ah, I have a lot of Canadian listeners. I don't know. I should go up and say hi to them at some point. It's like Canada. Okay, so that was for the first question. Um, also, I'm on a bus, and it's beautiful West Virginia countryside everywhere. And we are going very fast. Hey, Ron, the bus driver. Is it Ron? Yes. Hi. How fast are we going right now?
8: How fast? Yes. Uh, We're doing 55 miles an hour.
1: Thank you. I just wanted to get that on record. I am risking my life here for you all. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm talking to, I'm talking to, no, I'm risking, risking my life, I keep falling over into seats and hoping there's no one in them. Hey, does anyone up here want to answer the, the first question, because I'm about to go on to the second one.
3: Hey, Sandra, this is Robin wilson Beatty, also known as The Gimp Pimp, from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm a sexual educator. And um, a question that I get often are from some people with disabilities mm-hmm. who use the utilize the services of a personal care attendant mm-hmm. um, for mobility reasons, or and um, the question they often have is, is it okay, or how do I ask um, my caregiver mm-hmm. to assist me when I'm wanting to be intimate? with another person yeah and because you know and i say well it's no don't, don't think of it being as any different in the assistance for instance that you need to eat or to get into your bed or to use the bathroom because you know sex is an important integral need that we have as human beings and you have a right to that and living your independent life mm-hmm. so as, it's the way you approach it and how you approach it. Mm-hmm. When you come to it with a practical, hi, yeah. okay, this is what the problem is. I need to be able, for instance, I need to be able to get into bed um, and get undressed um, to, and get me in a comfortable position or propped up on something or, like, say, you know a wedge or something or get you ready or even get you dressed in something sexy for your lover. It is okay to ask for that kind of assistance. Mm-hmm. And um then, you know, as much or as little, you know, li- with another partner mm-hmm. uh, you know, to help them with that. Sorry. Can oh. we cut off for a second? All right, and then yeah. you can edit that part out. Once sure. not, not that part out, but I mean you'll figure out how to edit it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, um The thing is, uh, they'll need assistance. You can, you'll need assistance getting you set up to get the scene set up in order for you to Mm -hmm. have sex. So it's okay to ask for that assistance. However, you know where it could cross the line um, if you're asking them to do things like actually be involved in. You know, asking to help you complete right get off the, to get off yeah because that isn't their job. It is their job to help you physically assist you with your needs. Mm-hmm. But for instance, they're not going to go to the bathroom for you. Right. That's something you need to do for yourself. Mm-hmm. So the same way with sexuality, you know, you participating in your sexuality mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with another person. Mm-hmm. So they can get you set up. They can help you mm-hmm. um, get cleaned up and put together afterwards and transfer you Mm -hmm. however you want but that the sexual part aspect Mm -hmm. the sexual sexual aspect of it is between you and your partner for Mm -hmm. that for that question okay there are more there there are more issues um like for instance asking for assistance with masturbation stuff but that's a whole different show on its own Mm -hmm. okay
1: thank you thank you you're welcome appreciate it and Sex and disability is something that I haven't covered yet, and I have somebody coming into LA soon. That hopefully, I'll be able to, as an advocate, well, to talk about that. But thank you for adding that to the discussion because it's it's a nice
3: icebreaker for that. If you ever need um, assistance in talking about anything else, I am my premier um, area of study and research is uh, kink and disability. I talk about BDSM and disability, okay. and adaptations and ways and issues that people with disabilities uh, what they face when it comes to engaging in bondage domination and say to masochism and disability
1: okay um, I'll be in Atlanta possibly early next year I'm um, so, so I, I have it I have it on the be my Facebook friend oh we are we are okay hi I'd love to do it Fun, you, know?
4: you ready? Yeah. Hey,
1: this is Jean with
4: kinkygene.com So if you want to get laid, I've got a suggestion for you. Be interested, not interesting. What I mean by that is be interested in the person you're talking to. Rather than trying to razzle-dazzle them with who you are and thinking about I, 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 me, me, me please focus on the other person. So one way to know that you're doing I, 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 me, me, me is if you notice you keep saying I a lot in your Uh conversation with the other person. And to get you out of that habit... Look the other person in the eyes. Pay attention to whether you're looking at their beautiful lips or maybe even their beautiful breasts. Let your eyes raise up to their pupils. And in fact, notice the color of their eyes. Ask the question, what is the eye color of the person I am speaking to that will help you to focus? I like that.
1: I have an issue, though. Tell me. What about when people... I get that... What feels like a desperate vibe? Yes. Because they're giving me too much eye contact and I can see it throughout through the corner of my eye. And I'm like, why do they keep looking at me? I'm feeling weird. In other words, they're not talking to you, but they're wanting to talk to
4: you. Is that what you mean? Yes, or, they're or they're not blinking enough when they're looking at me. This is a great point. So first of all, this is really tough. When we give advice, every piece of advice can have its other opposite of like well don't do it too much right uh-huh. so i like this idea of blinking and stuff like that blinking is who, good who is going to tell you if you're giving like a scary gaze like that piercing gaze Not many, so you're people. About, not many people not many will. people so you have to ask people you trust in your life to say do i have a strange gaze do i pierce into your eyeballs and make you feel like there's a laser beam happening nobody will ask you same thing with handshakes you have to ask somebody you care about if your handshake is like a wet noodle, right. or, like, really freezing cold, or, you know... Give me a handshake. Thank you. Can we... That feels that's good. solid. We're good. Solid. Yeah, that's good. And, and I could trust you to tell me, like, was it a, you know, did I crush your hand? Pretty trustworthy. Was it, was it like a fish? <laughs> anyway, so, thank you
1: for that. Thanks thank for the you. Opportunity. Thank Kinky you well. Awesome. Cool. Getting laid. Who's got thoughts? Fish. This... Well, hello. What do you think about the things and the getting laid?
3: I think the first thing is to find people in your social circle who think about sex the way you do. Okay. Does that mean you wait until after you're married? Does that mean that this is something casual? What are the values and the shame around sex? Good point. Who has the same kind of values and same kind of shame issues as you? Find them. Start hanging out with them. Start hanging out with their friends of friends. That's good. You'll find someone.
1: Do you have a website or anything you or where can people find you?
3: My name is Kirsten Vondopati. I don't actually have a website right now, and I'm looking for suggestions for names and stuff.
9: Twitter, so anything? No. Okay. But
3: I am going to think about that during the
7: bus ride, and okay. hopefully get you something before this is over.
1: All right. No, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, are you okay if I put your name down at least? Yeah. If it's nothing, okay. All right. Cool. Um. Whoa. Hey. You, does it, ah. What's the question? Oh, that's
5: already happening.
0: Wait, out. did you put no, your name I up? I did. Okay. How you get, like,
1: how could you help someone get laid? Do it now. Change the world.
7: <laughs> My name is uh, Adam Glengleng. It's at uh, Mobilis and Mobli on Twitter and com. I'd say getting laid, it's very important to be confident, and confident comes from knowing what to do in uncomfortable situations, some of which comes from experience, and the other part is knowing how to make yourself and other people feel comfortable in these situations. And if you can be confident and comfortable, you'll have a lot of success.
1: Confident and comfortable. Everything that I'm not. <laughs> Thank you. Um yeah. I'm gonna do something right now. And we're back. Hi! How are we going to help people get laid if they're frustrated and can't do it? And they're like, well, how do I do it?
2: So, Mike Shea, sex therapist in Monterey, California. Hello. So, one thing is to be comfortable with rejection. Mm-hmm. Being able to be rejected, then you actually take the time to ask people. And if they reject you, you can pursue other people. You can have put that energy mm-hmm. that you might spend fawning over being enamored with, not spending energy towards people. Mm -hmm. And you could actually go look and and try to find another partner, find another interesting person and be comfortable with rejection. That is not easy. It is very uncomfortable. But the first time is the hardest. It gets easier and easier. Just like sex. you got to practice.
1: Yeah, practice makes perfect. Yeah, be comfortable with rejection. I like that. I should be better at that. I I mean, I haven't practiced enough. I don't think I've practiced... Uh, experiencing rejection enough. I just, sorry. I just sort of sit around and wait for something to knock on my door, you know? Um, hi.
4: Oh, yeah, I am to get it. Hi, I'm Gina Jorgensen. Uh, you can find me at GinaJorgensen.com, and if you can't spell my name to save your life, look me up on Twitter as Foxy Folklorist. So I'm a PhD in folklore and gender studies, and my advice is a little bit out of left field, but sometimes the biggest obstacle towards me getting laid is myself, because I get really anxious and all up in my head as a scholar. So one thing that I do that might be helpful to others is, before I see someone, you know, my husband for example um i will make a list of everything i accomplished that day and that oh. makes me feel really good about you know what i i did what i set out to do i don't have to have you know the hamster wheels of doom going on in my brain mm-hmm. i can write down something concrete or ultimately if i am still stressed i'll write down what's stressing me and put it down so it's basically a way of transferring the head anxieties to something concrete put it down get in my body and yeah ready to
1: have some fun that's awesome Can I share that one? Make a list of everything you did, like completed or that you accomplished that day so that your anxiety goes down because you see how awesome that you are and that'll help you not feel terrible when it comes to trying to get laid. I like that as someone with anxiety. Thank you.
8: Hello. Hello. Welcome to
1: the show. Thank you. What's
8: your name? My name is Dan. Dan Powers from beyondthebedroom.com or beyondthebedroomevents.com. So my advice to people is to make sure that they're full. If they go in needy and desperate, mm-hmm. they're going to scare people away. Women especially can tell that energy a mile away.
1: Yeah, they can.
8: And if, they're, if you're coming at them with a need and that desperation, they're going to run. They're, you're going to have the creepiness factor, which is going to send the women running away. So you've got to be full.
1: You, how about when people get needy sexual energy from women? Is there any difference or is it all kind of... Like Zerny.
8: It depends. It's not quite so so stark. Uh, It's a pretty stark contrast compared to women and men, but uh, it really for the the women for sure they're going to run away the men. Now they're 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 pretty easy. They're pretty open to it depending on who the guy is for sure. Awesome. But yeah, women definitely need to be filled as well more for themselves than they do for the guy that they're pursuing.
1: Fill yourself up first before someone else fills you up. Aw, yeah. Oh, shit, we're at the airport. Who's getting off right now? Probably a lot of you. Oh, no. Get it. Talk fast. Talk fast.
2: I think my uh, number one tip of getting Lay is get to know her and let her discover you. And instead of trying to impress her and show her everything you are, get to know her first and let her discover you. And then their flirting will begin shortly after. Oh, this is on a uh, sexual position. This one is called the butter churn, and I'm doing it on the microphone right now, which you can't see. But basically, you take both of your hands and put it on the phallus, and if you need to, put some on the pubic bone, and then go forward with your knuckles, and then back with your knuckles towards yourself. Forward and back. Forward and back. And stroke it churn
1: as that they like yeah. it. Churn that butter. Churn that butter. Get it. Get it. Works oh. like magic.
5: Yeah, Hi. Hi, this is Creamy Coconut. I'm at uh, CreamyCoconut.org, and you can find me on Twitter at Creamy underscore Coconut, spelled correctly. Uh, My advice on getting laid and relationships is to have a care and feeding manual, which is basically a list of three categories, uh, triggers and boundaries, uh, nurturing skills like what nurtures you, and... uh, Mm -hmm. Wait, My oh, my goodness. There's the drop-off airport at Dulles yeah, Airport. It's aggressive. And communication style, which is how one communicates. So, like, safe words and stuff. And, and where can people find this? A Karen feeding manual? Yeah. Well, I um, made my own using those three categories. Oh, wait. It's like, basically like, each
1: person yeah. makes this
5: for themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's called the Karen feeding manual. Exactly. I've never actually had a pet. So, that actually warms my heart even more because... Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so like you're like I'm a pet and this is how you take care of me.
5: Yeah I love that so much And I have one just for me too if I'm in a stressed out mood mm-hmm. um, going back on the, the answer about you know feeling good about getting like taking care of oneself mm-hmm. before getting laid mm-hmm. to be able to to do that mm-hmm. I have a care and feeding manual that I read for myself so if I'm ever stressed oh,
9: out oh that's good.
1: Yeah it's, thank do, you. You're that's awesome. Welcome.
9: Oh, creamy coconut! Thank you. I realize it's so loud in here, but like that's awesome. Thanks.
1: Thank you. I hope that works for you. I'm a cat. Oh my goodness! This is great.
9: Please, in this way. She wants to say something. All right. On any of the questions, really. Um. Am I recording? Yeah. Okay. So, hi. So I wanted to share one on the uh, sex tech, sex position one. And this is actually less techy, but I think it's important. Oh, it was more like just something sexual uh, hands
1: on that you wish that people will, that you wish you'd known before. So okay.
9: Yeah. Um, smiling and deep breathing. Mm-hmm. like sometimes we take our sex way too seriously, and like smiling, deep breathing and laughter totally welcome in the bedroom, and I think it actually. I believe it opens you to more pleasure. Mm-hmm. So I think it yeah. does, too.
1: i want going to practice the smiling part. I breathe. I don't smile. Yeah. Maybe I should smile more. Yeah. Yeah.
9: Thank you. Plus, it gives you a pretty O face. You're like, ah. <gasps> <laughs> Where can people find you? I um, am Katrina Rainsong Messenger, and I can be found on Facebook as Katrina Rainsong or at rawnudyoga.com. Awesome.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Fly well. Fly well, pretties. Do you want hey, bye, Aaron, I'll see you in L.A. Come on in. Come into my recording booth.
9: <laughs> is this good? Hey. All right. My name is Hunter Riley, and I'm at hunterrileysexeducation.com, also at toys.com. And my sex tip is to make a lot of noise when you're yeah. masturbating, like a little bit of ah. Uh, uh. Or if you want, it could be like, ha, but something that gets, gets you breathing and gets you in touch with your body, um, might help expand your sexual pleasure.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Excellent. Bye. Oh, Bye. Bye, it was great meeting you. Hey, you too. Faces to the name. Yes.
7: Welcome. Hi. Uh, my name is Emmy. I'm from the Bay Area, and I have a upcoming website. It's going to be known as Ripple and the Big Bang. And um, my advice, basically, if you're looking to find a relationship or if you just want to get laid, is just to really understand why you want to and who are you looking for. Sometimes you can just cover those needs on yourself, and the more that you're needy, the more that you're going to get yourself in trouble. Um, So, yeah, spend time with yourself, all that kind of advice, but really just understand what it is you're looking for and why. Because if you can take care of that responsibility, then you'll lighten up, and chances are you'll have a better time because then you'll be able to be yourself um, versus using somebody else to be more codependent on. And, yeah, um, if I had any advice for a hands-on experience, um, there's a lot of it. Ten years is a long time. So, yeah, just <laughs> have fun, explore, and figure it out. And also, touching your body is a great way to know how to touch other people's bodies because a clit is just like a penis. So I give a lot of guys advice that um, if they want to get a girl off, just suck it like a penis. That's awesome. the same thing. So have fun. Don't worry about it.
1: Awesome. I like the piece about taking care of and knowing how much you can give to yourself so that you don't look for that in someone else.
7: Exactly. Like, nah. Yeah. We get too needy and codependent and we put too much on each other. Mm-hmm. So when um, a relationship breaks, then it's kind of disastrous. So if yeah. you're just more yeah, confident, then you'll everything will be more easier for you.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
2: Hey.
7: Hey, this is Kenneth at canaplay.com
2: one of my number 1 hands on tip is a vagina could take a lot of pressure. It, mm-hmm. Babies come out of it, so once you learn how to apply pressure to a G spot, mm-hmm. apply a decent amount of pressure. Check in with her, but don't be shy. It's not all about jabbing. It's mm-hmm. how much pressure you could produce, the consistency, and the frequency. So don't be afraid of vagina. Touch it, massage <laughs> it, and make it feel really good.
1: Are we like? Are we talking like if I were holding a ripe avocado, like like tighter than I can squeeze an avocado? Pressure. Like that's ripe. Like
2: mm, do we s- want to
1: smush the avocado is what I'm saying.
2: You smush it. You smush, smush it that good. Avocado. Yeah, smush it okay. and watch her respond. If she's could hotly talk and staring at you in your eyes, you're doing good.
1: <laughs> awesome.
2: You can find me at kinderplay.com. Of
1: thank you. We are at the airport. I'm so sorry that took so long. It
5: was fun. Hey,
1: thank you very much everyone.
8: Hey, very much, everyone. Oh my god, we're so
5: programmed. Oh
8: my god, that was so exhausted.